Well, how's everybody doing? Uh, my name is Byron Howell. It is uh, February 9th, 2020, Sunday evening. And I wanted to just take a few minutes this week and talk about how to get God involved in your situation. And uh, I just say that I was at the Andrew Womack conference in Orlando over the weekend with some friends, and, and it was phenomenal. It was wonderful. There was just so much good teaching, good word. And uh, if you're not familiar with Andrew Womack's ministry, I can't recommend him enough. And I post about it from time to time. And literally, we first became acquainted with his ministry uh, at his Orlando conference a year ago. Somebody uh, gave us the DVDs and just absolutely life-changing it's not modern, it's not hip, it's not flashy, but literally it is it is just some of the best teaching out there. He's been he's been a minister for 50 years and I tell you I love his ministry. We're partners with his ministry and I can't encourage you enough to check him out. But so let's talk a little bit today about how to involve God in your situation, whatever that situation may be. I mean, every one of us whether you are a super Christian, a baby Christian, wherever you are in life, you are going to encounter difficult problems. And, you know, it can be people, it can be job, it can be money, whatever. There are all sorts of situations out there. And, you know, one thing people don't realize, especially Christians, you know, Christian might say, you know, I, I see all these people out there. And this is maybe true of some of the people I, I interact with at work. You know, they have all this money and they never have any problems. And here I am. I'm serving God. I'm going to church. I'm tithing. I'm giving my money. And yet I, I have problem after problem. Why don't these non-Christians ever have any problems? Why does it look like the world's doing so good? Well, you have to understand that, that you have an enemy that the world doesn't. The devil hates you. The devil wants to kill you. The devil wants to destroy you. The devil wants to steal your destiny. And that's true for every single one of us who's a Christian, and, and you know, you need to understand that. So what we need to do is we need to learn how to live. We need to learn how to, to resist the devil. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. And we learn need to learn how to begin doing things God's way. And, you know, maybe that sounds a little crazy at the beginning, but the truth is it's not. The truth is that there are, uh, it's very easy to really learn the ways of God, learn how God wants us to do things. So I want to just look at a few verses tonight because I know this will help you. This will bless you. And whatever that is, whatever is, you know, the difficult situation du jour, whatever is the thing that's keeping you up at night or bothering you or the hard time you might be going through right now, you know, none of them are God's will for your life other than, you know, persecution. If you're getting persecuted for the word's sake, well, look, the Bible basically promises that's going to happen. And you need to take authority over the unclean spirits operating on people. And you can resist that in different ways. But, you know, things like sickness, poverty, lack, problems with your kids, problems with your family, whatever it is, all these kind of problems that most people go through day in and day out. Those are not persecution for the word's sake. And God doesn't want you to have any of those problems. Uh, you know, that's part of the gospel. That's part of the grace of God that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing the, the Bible says in Romans, you know, he that laid up, you know, he that gave Jesus for us, how will he not also, also with him freely give us all things? You know, God wants to give us everything. God wants to bless us. God loves us. And so that's really what God wants for our lives. Good things. Every good and good, every good and perfect 
gift comes down from above. That's what God has for us. Not bad things, good things. So, but uh, we live in a fallen world with an enemy and the devil's out there and the unclean spirits are out there. And there's a lot of things that can, that causes difficulties. So let's just say we have, okay, we have a situation. What are we going to do about it? Well, there's no question we need to pray. And, you know, we need to invite God. We say, okay, God, this is what I'm going through. I know you love me. I know I'm blessed. I know you want to help me. What do I do? And and secondly, and this is what I want to talk about tonight, what you need to do is you need to get in the Word and you need to see what God's Word says about your particular situation. And look, I get it. You know, if you just say, okay, I'm going to put a little video on here and, and emphasize reading the Bible. Maybe that's not, you know, getting set your evening on fire. Maybe that's not the most exciting thing out there, but it's the truth. It's the way that we need to begin operating. We need to look at what the word says. We need to do what it says, and that's going to help us begin see God's will in our life. So let's just look at a couple of verses, because remember, we're talking about inviting God into our situation. So this is the book of John, chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All right? That's the key, right? You need to understand that. You need to spend time studying that verse and meditating it and really just have it down. Because here's the point. God and His Word are one. And so when you invite the Word into your situation, you are inviting God into your situation and the word is going to teach you what God wants the word's going to teach you what to do and when you spend time with the word you're spending time with God but let's just look at a couple of other quick verses this is Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and I tell you when I look back at the most important verses in my life this is definitely one of them this is Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 uh this book of the law, now remember, this is God. This is what God told Joshua when Joshua took over as leader of the Israelites right after Moses died. So Moses dies. Now it's Joshua's job to lead probably 3 million Israelites out of the wilderness into the promised land. I mean, it was wartime. It was time to go. Remember Jericho, Ai, all these cities, cities, all these nations, all these armies. It was Joshua's job to lead the Israelites. And this is what God said to Joshua. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you will meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. When you do what the Word tells you to do, crazy as it may be, difficult as it may be, uncomfortable as it may be, that is how you are going to make your way prosperous and you're going to have good success. So let's say you got a problem at work. Let's say you have a problem with a customer, whatever it may be. You take that problem to the Lord. Lord, this is what's going on. I mean, He knows already, but sometimes it's good to just get it out. Lord, this guy's being a jerk. You know he's being a jerk. We all know he's being a jerk. What do I do about this guy? Sometimes God might say, you know what, Byron, you're the one being the jerk. And, and believe me, I've been there. All right, I've, I've been there a number of times. And then I got to just, just correct myself. I got to do the right thing. But anyway, my point is, 
God, I want to invite you into this situation. And I know that if I do what your word tells me to do, I'm going to make my way prosperous and I'm going to have good success. So what's the word say? Well, I'm going to look at, you know, maybe I'll read a couple stories about when David dealt with difficult people, when Jesus dealt with difficult people. I'm going to be reminded that, you know, we walk in love. We walk in wisdom, you know, that we don't just, you know, act out in anger. Right. That's not the right thing to do, that we remember the fruit of the spirit. You know, I'm so thankful for Grace Family Church where we go right now. They're doing a whole series on the fruit of the spirit. And I tell my kids, yeah, you need a little more of that, honey. I have two girls. They, they could use a lot more of the fruit of the spirit. I'm so thankful we're going through that. But it's good for me too. love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. You know, the rest of them. I need to remember that. So the word tells me how to deal with difficult people. The word the word tells me how to operate my business. The word tells me how to go through life. Let me read you one more. Then I'll make another very I'm going to make a very interesting point about how to hear from God in the light of what we're talking about in just a second. But this is Psalms chapter 1 verse 1. This is another one that personally very impactful as I, you know, 30 not 30 years ago, how many years ago? You know, 15 years ago when I when I gave my life to the Lord, I began thinking, you know what, God, I'm going to do things your way. There were a few verses that just spoke to me, right? Isaiah chapter 1, you know, though your sins are like scarlet, they will be white as snow. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Man, that's what I wanted. Call me selfish, call me whatever you want. But if I'm going to be willing and obedient, I'm going to eat the good of the land. And then Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. And now this one, Psalms chapter 1. Listen to this. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Here's the key part. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Sounds a lot like Joshua chapter 1. You need to meditate that word. You need to study that word. You need to learn what it says. He says, but listen to this. Listen to this. He, the person that's in the word day and night, you know, uncomfortable as it may be, taxing as it may be, that's what you got to do. He will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, constantly nourished, constantly nourished. That's the idea. Brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither and whatever he does will prosper. Guys, these verses are crystal clear. When you're going through struggles in life, when whatever the situation in life, if you will go to the word of God and do what it says, you will be successful and you will prosper in that. I, I wrote a book called How to Succeed in Life. It's a, it, the, here's the idea. One hour, it's available on Amazon under my name. It costs like five bucks or something. How to Succeed in Life. In one hour, I want to show you how you can begin succeeding in every area of your life. And one of the first chapters is God's Book of Success. And I'm not here trying to just sell my book. It just, you know, it seems appropriate. We're talking about how to succeed. God wants you to succeed. His word will teach you how to do it. But so again, how do I involve God in my situation? I'm going to go to his word. I'm going to Google or I'm going to use my Bible search software or whatever it may be. Let's say I'm having a tough time with my wife. But honey, that never happens. I know, right? That's what she's thinking. So I might go to a couple of... Uh, Verses, I might just Google wife in the Bible. You know, I might use my Bible search software. I use I use eSword. It's available at eSword.net. It's free. It's amazing. And I might just look at some verses about wife, about marriage. 
Look at those things. Remind myself. It says, you know, uh, husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. That's Ephesians 5. I'll remind myself. But here's the key. And this is very, very powerful. I did a teaching a couple of weeks ago about how to hear from God. And one of the points I made is, is one of the points I'd like to talk about now. When, when you are in the Word, it opens you up to hearing from one of God's other communication methods. Now, here's my point. I might be in the Word. I'm reading the physical Word of God. But as I've now tuned my mind and tuned my heart to the Word of God, that opens me up to receive directly from the Spirit of God. Maybe I'll hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Maybe I'll feel a very strong prompting or leading from the Holy Spirit. Maybe I'll just have, you know, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ, right? Praying in the Spirit, praying in your prayer language, spend time praying to God and then believing God that He's going to direct you, He's going to lead you. What comes to my mind as I spend time in the Word of God, right? Maybe I get an idea. You know, I remember a situation one time where I had to leave an employment situation, but I loved my boss and I had no idea what to do. And I spent time praying for the spirit, praying in the spirit, praying, worshiping God. God, what do I do? And he just dropped it on me. Write him a letter. Write your boss a letter. And I did. And, you know, it worked out. And we, it was a great parting of ways. And maybe that's a simple thing. That's not, you know, a dire situation in life, but it's just an example. You spend time in the word of God. And you begin opening yourself to hear the specific direction of God for your life. Remember, we talked about how the Word doesn't really have specifics. The Word has a lot of wonderful advice. You can certainly get uh, guidance for every area of your life out of the Word. But, you know, for specifics, we really need to be tuned in to the Holy Spirit of God. We need to be listening to the Holy Spirit on a regular basis and getting guidance from Him. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 2. But so again, whatever your situation may be, take time to get in the Word of God about that situation. Google, use your Bible study software, ask some friends, ask me. I'm happy to get you verses on whatever the subject may be. Then spend time reading the Word. And now we don't read just kind of for fun. We read with the intention that we're going to obey. We're going to hearken to the Word of God. We're going to listen and obey. So you read the Word and you say, all right, I'm going to do what the Word tells me to do. I'm going to do what God is leading me to do. I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to walk in patience. I'm going to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. I'm going to do what God's telling me to do from His Word. And as I'm studying the Word, as I'm talking to God about whatever the situation may be, I'm listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit. I'm listening to hear one of God's other communication methods. I, I highly encourage you to listen to my video a couple of weeks ago uh, on how to hear from God. I really walk through pretty much all the biblical communication methods. If hearing God from God is not something you're doing regularly, well, if you're one of the Christian sheep, then the shepherd wants you to hear his voice. And I encourage you to watch that video. But, but again, spend time in the presence of God by spending time with the Word. And that will open you up to hear from God. So, yes, we pray. Yes, we listen to the Word and we listen for God. And then we do what He says, right? Look, I tell you, you can take any situation to God in prayer. God, please help me with this. God, please help me with that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But, but to a very certain degree, that doesn't work. 
that that's not enough. Right? It's not enough just to lob something over on God. And yes, I'm not talking about casting your cares on the Lord, which we're supposed to do. That's a different subject. But you can't just lob it on God and then say, oh God, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I think is best. And you're just going to magically make it work out. That's not how it works, folks. How it works is we take the time to see what God tells us to do. Take, see what he tells us to do in his written word and listen to his voice. Listen for his spoken word. That's how we involve God. And then we obey. When you listen to what God's telling you to do about a situation and you do what he says, you are guaranteed good results. You are guaranteed the kind of results that the Bible says you should have, that you should see exactly what we talked about. Leaf also will not wither. Fruit Every season, you'll bear forth fruit in your season. Whatever you do will prosper. You will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Remember Joshua 1.8. Then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Every single area of your life. Now, maybe that's a strong statement, but that's the word. Other people may not believe it. Other people may not think it, but that's not what the word says. The word says that you should be prospering and succeeding in every single area of your life. And you will do that as you listen to God and do what he says. Whatever the situation may be, God wants you to prosper and succeed. Uh, my friends, I can't encourage you enough to listen to my video about how to hear from God. I think I'm just going to do a bunch of those, right? Because, man, if there's anything I could help you do in your life it'd be uh, to begin hearing from God on a regular basis because I know God loves you. I know that, you know, if you're a Christian, you're already blessed with every spiritual blessing and God wants, that's Ephesians chapter one, by the way, and God wants to see those blessings manifested in your life. He wants to see you prospering and successful in every area more than you want to, right? He loves you more than you love yourself. So guys, uh, I love you too. And I hope that you, uh, hey, good luck this week. It's tough out there. It's tough for everybody. I mean, that's just the truth. But if you will involve God, you will see him show up. And, and that's what he wants. He loves you. He wants to fellowship with you in every situation of your life. And I, I encourage you to do that. And you'll see him big time. All right. Love you guys. Have a great week.